necessarily come into her head. But at least she had helped Arthur defeat the pirates, and had kicked their leader, Feverfew's head, into a pool of nothing-infused mud. Then they'd gone back to Port Wednesday and caught an elevator to... "'The front door,' said Leaf. "'Doorstop Hill, the lieutenant keeper.' She and Arthur had tried to get back home through the front door in the lower house, but there'd been a problem. The lieutenant keeper wouldn't let Arthur through the door, and then there was the meeting with Dame Primus, where they'd found out that the skinless boy had taken over Arthur's identity back on earth, preventing him from going home. But there hadn't been anything to stop Leaf from going home. She'd wanted to go home after what had happened, but it wasn't as easy as that. I volunteered to banish the skinless boy, Leaf muttered in amazement at herself. I must have been crazy. But she had succeeded in finding the source of the skinless boy's power, and she had managed to deliver it to Susie Turquoise Blue, against all odds. But along the way, she had been infected with the mind-control mould that would let the skinless boy control her every thought and action. Memories joined up and stitched themselves together. Leaf frowned in concentration as she tried to work out what must have happened. Susie had obviously delivered the sorcerous pocket the skinless boy had been made with to Arthur, and he must have used the pocket to destroy the dangerous Nithling. If either one had failed, Leaf wouldn't be conscious now. She'd be a brain-dead slave of the skinless boy. But Leaf didn't feel particularly victorious, because she'd finally remembered that this wasn't the first time she'd regained consciousness after being affected by the mind-control fungus. There was a tent hospital, a temporary one, Leaf said. Talking to herself helped bring back the details. I was vomiting up the sludge left from the mould. Leaf groaned and pushed her knuckles into her temples as she remembered something else. The nurse had told her she'd been in a coma for a week, from Thursday afternoon to Friday morning. But how long ago was that? she wondered. I must have gone back into a coma, or... Leaf stopped knuckling her temples and let her forehead smack into the mattress. She leaned back and did it again. It was a bad habit, but she couldn't help herself. She always beat her head, with something soft, when things went wrong. The last thing she remembered was the nurse pointing out an approaching female doctor, and then she'd said the terrible words. Dr. Friday, imagine that. We call her Lady Friday on the wards. Leaf vaguely recalled feeling an awful sensation of fear swarm up inside her as an incredibly beautiful woman had approached with a whole host of people behind her. But everything after that was blank. Dr. Friday, who clearly had come from the house and really was the trustee called Lady Friday, must have done something to her. Maybe I've lost even more time, Leaf thought, Anything could have happened to Arthur, to my parents, to Ed, anything. A noise from the end of the room startled Leaf. She froze for a moment, dropped down behind the bed, then crawled to the end to take a proper look around. 
someone was pushing open the double swing doors at one end of the room. First, something slid through the gap. It took Leaf a moment to recognise it as a bucket being pushed along with a mop. The person who was doing the pushing eased through the doors and kicked them shut behind her with a practised heel. She looked very normal and human, a middle-aged woman with downcast eyes and sensibly tied-back hair, wearing a green smock, green overalls and white rubber boots. Leaf was relieved by that. If the woman was six foot four and strikingly good-looking, then she would probably be a denizen, and that would mean Leaf was back in the house. After coming through the door, the cleaner stopped for a moment to dip the mop in the bucket and then started mopping a path about six feet wide down the middle of the room. She didn't look particularly observant, but there was no way she could avoid seeing the empty bucket.